When did you first fall in love with metal? I went to this record store and I was going to get the new Journey album and there was like an older kid there and he's like, don't get that man, get this. And he gave me the Ozzy Osbourne Blizzard of Oz. Where else can these kids go where they come somewhere and they all feel a sense of, you know, this is our thing, you know? Let me tell you something about Slayer fans. They look like the extras from Lord of the Rings. They came out of nowhere under the ground. The, the passion and the darkness. The evil of the music. You know what marriage is like? Marriage is like, you ever go to a concert and you see a mosh pit, and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna go get in that mosh pit. But then once you get in it, you're like, I do not want to be in this mosh pit. Who'd win in a wrestling match, Lemmy or God? Lemmy. Ah, God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Hey, so welcome to Somewhere in Time Podcast. The outtakes. <laughs> um, so I wanted to put something together that is um, essentially, you know, when we record, Tim, Joe, Keith, and I record, uh, a lot of times there's stuff that doesn't make the cut. You know, we don't do our show live, um, so we'll record an episode, and then I'll go and I'll edit it, um, and a lot of stuff gets cut out. So what I wanted to do is put together an episode that just features some of the stuff that was cut. Um, you know, we literally can talk for three hours about this stuff and we love talking about it. And sometimes we go off on tangents and they don't make the final episode. So this is going to feature some stuff that, um, you know, wasn't on those episodes. Um, so this first clip is uh, from the episode 1989, episode four. Um, it starts with some Dave Mustaine talk, and then we go into um, <laughs> talking about the band Trickster, because on the episode uh, that we recorded, uh, we talked about the band The Big F, and Keith's take on that band was they reminded him of Trickster. So, um, you know, we do a little bit of that, and then there's some Maiden talk, and back to Mustaine. So, uh, here is that, and enjoy. So I think of how he would say that, because remember he's like... I was part of the top four metal bands in a way. No. <laughs> oh. I invented areas, really, if you think about it. <laughs> it was so great. It was so awesome when I was, I, when I was listening to that audiobook. The, the, what is it? Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? Yeah. And he starts talking about a guy, and I'm like, oh, it's Dave Mustaine. <laughs> it's like, awesome. Immediately. Yeah, before listen. the first paragraph, like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, oh, he's, oh this is awesome. This is great. I know this story. Yeah. And he, he tells it perfectly. He's like, anybody else would have been elated to have the success he did, but he was a grumpy shit. <laughs> and he compares, he compares him to Pete Best in the Beatles, the, the original drummer. Oh, yeah. That left right before they uh, broke big. And Pete Best was... Um, I guess he was like suicidal oh, after geez. that for a while. Like he was, he was really messed up about how big I the Beatles bet. were. But but um, after a few years, he he got a new perspective on life, and he he met his wife and had kids, and he, he you know had a great life. And he's like, I would never have gotten to where I am if I was in the Beatles. So I'm happy now, right? And uh, yeah, it's all about the pr- perspective, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's 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 just funny. Like Dave Mustaine was still one of the top four thrash bands yeah that's right maybe right maybe even the th- top three that's probably, insane right? to think about that maybe even second yeah I mean, he was they were really close yeah what's well, that it's that, it's that whole it's that whole thing about um like 
I don't know. For me, I, I told my kids when they were young, if, if there's bullies, just, you know, or people are picking on you, just ignore them. Yeah. Because the more you give in, the more they're going to pick on you. Mm-hmm. And Mustaine is, he just keeps he putting it out there. He, he can't shut like, up about he's it. He's like a bully to then, himself in a way. He is. Yeah. It's he's like, fu- he's filthy rich. He's sabotaging he himself, basically. Yeah. And he would never, he would never have been happy if he stayed in the bins. No. That, he would, somebody would have quit or he would have been, he would have been fired. It would never have There's worked. There's no way that no. would work. But he could have, he could have, Parlay that into something really cool, like I'm such a badass that they kicked me out, and it could right. and it could have been mm-hmm. like not like they're they dicks, but me. like yeah, like they couldn't handle me. I'm such I'm such a badass. People are like holy shit, Metallica kicked you out, but he decided right. to be the guy in the shadows of that band. Yeah, and be like bitter about it, and like because that's what I thought. Like I, holy I, shit, sh- this guy was in Metallica and he got kicked out. This guy must be just a badass. And then I heard, or just, or just say I had my own ideas, and it wasn't the same ideas Metallica had. Like I wanted to go do my own. Yeah, thing. I mean, be, it doesn't have to be like, oh, you kicked me out. God, I'm and he's, still, about it for he's years. still getting royalties. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, you know, like this. I mean, so this, this he's came on out two of their albums. Yeah, and this this came out in in 2018, the yeah. the re-release of, of Killing My Business. The first thing you read is like, I'm a bitter dick. <laughs> I'm a bitter asshole. You have two, uh, are yours uh, labeled with like two C and D sides? Uh, let me see. Mine, mine's all messed up. Hmm. You mean the actual vinyl itself? Yeah, it's probably the same pressing though. Probably. No, mine says side A and side B. You have more of a rare item than me. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just retarded. <laughs> <laughs> side okay. Side C. Oops. Uh, side B. Is that what yours is? Mine said side. A B? Mine said side A, side B, side C, side D. Yeah, mine's fucked up. That's weird. Oh <laughs> dear goodness! Oh god! <laughs> My shoes! God, a baby Jesus, help us! Would it be possible maybe to sue you? <laughs> Sue everybody. (laughs) Sue me? Side D. I have no side A. That is weird. Even though it plays side A. That's very strange. What do you think of... You you haven't listened to it yet, Tim? I've heard it on Spotify, so I know it sounds really good. Did you listen to the uh, live tracks? I did not. Because I think they sound like doo-doo. Oh, I was worried (laughs) worried about that because they're old. I mean... They They sound like a bunch of guys on drugs and alcohol. Yeah. I thought that might be the case. <laughs> I wonder why that is. Yeah. They were. <laughs> Who? Who? Heavily. It really, I mean, yeah. that that really is a different album after having it remastered. Oh, it really you is. Heard it, Eric? I still have. Oh, my God. It's it's jeez. like. Oh, jeez, man. It's. <laughs> I know. That'll be my homework. I'll, it's, I'll, I'll listen to that tomorrow. It, it's, it's a completely different album. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, Gar is really like, fucking really good. Yeah, I knew he was good. But, but holy now shit. I shit. Like, I, maybe because maybe <laughs> the songs on this are super, just super fast, but good. I was like, is this really him? May may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Yes. Yeah. Or whatever. I mean, he's... Verse. God bless it, he's good. <laughs> All right. So, uh, did you guys listen to Tr- Trickster? <laughs> yeah, Trickster. Well, oh, you know, that, I gotta... We whatever that, that is. We came on. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta find some of that though. Get oh, that ready. You know what? He's he should be on fairly soon. We kind of the technical difficulties have delayed us. Yeah, I know. 
Let's hear what Trickster sounds like because I'm I don't know even I don't even know what Trickster. Oh, I have no idea. Give it, give it to me good. Oh my god! You know that, that's a good one there. It's pretty good. Yeah, sounds like a '90s sitcom. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds exactly sounds like, just like yeah. the big F. Exactly. All right, I should save this for more key song because we gotta. Sounds like we gotta Nelson or something. <laughs> As I was gonna say, Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They kind of look like Nelson, so they probably were inspired by them. Oh, they're 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 good looking guy. Oh yeah, dudes, yeah. guys, girl, girl with his with his with his flannel shirt wide open for the chicks. For the chicks. I've been making some on me for the chicks. <laughs> for the chicks. <clears throat> yeah, they're bad. And they do not sound like the big O. No. He's getting shit for that. Come on. I think he had an axe to grind right away when we kicked off that fucking album. Oh, yeah. Skinny puppy. God damn. Oh, man. Like I, but that I, was so boring. Yeah, like I like some industrial stuff, but that was like... <sighs> What's the order you wanted to... To, with this today oh good good question i think mm. we should probably we should probably save reverend and although reverend's kind of the, the um it's like this uh, yeah i think they, we can mix them in a little yeah, i think so too just kind of mix them with metal charts kinda, don't even do two at once yeah 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 i think so too that's fine because i got stuff to say about it mm. me too i just don't have a lot of notes on it like it's i don't not, have shit for notes i mean it's a 17 minute EP, I'll wing so. it. I'm a bass player. I just wing it. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, but we can probably. Let's. I don't know. We can start with metal. I mean, uh, you can't maybe. even. There's not even a Wikipedia page to like learn about it. There's not. <laughs> I mean, there is, but it's. It doesn't have info. It just says. Oh. Who's on right? The album. It's just kind of facts so, about oh, it. Yeah, you're right. It, right. It's less than you would probably know if you actually had the album in hand. Yeah, you're right. What the hell. It's, it's the laziest. That's stupid. I think I'll have page. a lot to say ab- about the Big F. So That's stupid. It did get three stars on all music, which is all music's kind of yeah. douchey. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, they're very douchey. Bunch of cunts. <laughs> so I don't, we, I don't. Did we decide? Ministry first. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think we'll start with Ministry because they're they're kind of they're the least yeah. like any of the other bands. Yeah, I, so. I agree. Them and the I mean, Big F are about as far apart as you can. He can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> you kind of want Keith to yeah. be here for ministry, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 We can wait for him. Yeah. That's a, that's a, it's funny because I remember when, when I thought about that album, I was like, I'm going to play it and think it, see if it's what I remember. And it was, it was like, there's a whole bunch of really good songs and there's some songs that just are stupid. Oh, what yeah. What are you talking about? Minis- I've got ministry. to say on this album. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I think Keith might have died. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Uh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Was that MOD or SOD? MOD. MOD. Surfing MOD. Right. <laughs> Which was an 89 album, right? No, not Surfing MOD. No, it was Gross, mis- gross, gross Misconduct was the 89 one, yes. which is not really a classic by any means. But <laughs> In fact, no. I, I couldn't tell you a single song on the album except maybe the title track. <laughs> God, I was watching that uh, In Vivo with 
With the, oh, yeah, yeah. God, Yannick is oh. so hyper on stage, man. Oh, he's the worst. Oh, I, I think he's great. You know, in the book, they say that they love his energy because right. it makes him all more energetic. Well, that's good. <laughs> I just choose not to watch him. That's you nice. I was like, I'll watch the drummer if I can. I, I, that's still what you said about Yannick is still Tiff's favorite thing that's ever been on the podcast. The pirouettes. What's that? No, the Pir- pirouettes. Pirouettes. <laughs> watch your spin, guys. Gonna spin now. Pirouettes. Here we go. He's he's interesting. Like, Put my leg up on the app and then just and even like those little tiptoe things, like you got prancing. You have to you have to get that book. He leaps from it's one of the right. it's, it's one of the best books I've ever read. <laughs> the maiden one, which run to the hills. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Those are those kinds of books you just fly through anyway. Like they're so easy. Oh yeah, they're so easy. And to it read. was yeah, uh, yeah. it was updated. It went to the um, Brave New World tour. Okay, cool. Because okay. he makes mentions of like this would be the last time Adrian was in the band or whatever. Okay, like, yeah. no, it's not. No, it's, not. <laughs> yeah, it's right. on the cover. All right, like, they're all on the cover. Six guys. <laughs> Well, what uh, should we start? I mean, should we like start, start? I mean, Jesus. I wanted to like, I want to hear his Keith bitch about the big F too. So I don't want to start with him either. I was thinking of this guy for my other arm shoulder tattoo. I mean, that's pretty Oh, really? Wow. Well, my leg, I want Eddie on my leg. So that's the thing. He's he's very new age Eddie. But I don't want something super scary. I like it's It's symmetrical. It mm-hmm. is symmetrical, yeah. And then I can add on that extra stuff later on around him. Oh, yeah. you want the whole thing? Wow. No, I just want the the skull and the horns right now. But then, as as money permits, I could, if I wanted to, I could right. build not not the dudes, but the the design. Make right, it right. A okay. circle. Is that good? You think? It's Can good. Think that or <laughs> I didn't want that cartoon Eddie. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. The kind of basic one, yeah. No, 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 no. That's too simple. I thought about that for a while. I was like, nah. I also thought about the um, a real live slash dead one, Eddie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but I don't. I, I, I want for your arms. You kind of need something symmetrical, right? That's more of like a no. flat tattoo. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Gonna, like I don't know. I mean, I don't do know. You have a tattoo, like Eric? tattoo placement rules. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think on your arms you want something like. Like, as long as it's not, I mean, something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So as long true. as you make it so that you can add that stuff later, and you have enough room on your arm to do that. That's true. That would point. be. It might be kind of small if I do that. Actually, yeah. That, Maybe I just do the head. That's a back tattoo. <laughs> but he's like, uh, kind of is. Yeah, that head is. is not. I don't feel like he's canonical. <laughs> yeah, he's really not. He's very he's, new. He's one of those kind of offshoot Eddies. They've used him a lot though. Yeah. Lately, hey, the, the Metallica tattoo I have is not typical. Like, so That's true. It's Let's see it. The ninja. No, oh, this that one. That's right. Good That's good. It was, yeah. it was on their amps. That's right. For like two tours. Yeah. But I love it. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. Maybe. All right. Good. I'll do, I'll do something else. I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs> I want so you guys have seen the I probably told you this but there's an Eddie that's like smashing through a door. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you, so on your I leg. want I want that on my leg, but I want him smashing through my bones and skin. Oh yeah, the door. And like I want it to be calf the, or what? Yeah, like the outside of my calf. Your gastrocnemius? <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I don't want that Eddie. I want the summer in time Eddie, like coming out and shooting, but smashing through my leg at the same time. 
with a big fucking raging boner. (laughs) (laughs) Electronic. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A digital boner. (laughs) Digital boner. (laughs) That's the name of the episode. Oh. We haven't even started yet. We've already got a name. (laughs) Or a punk band. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Not mega cunts. They already, I should have known they did that. That was probably the second punk band name ever. Probably. Do you think Mustaine chose the name Megadeth so that when people went to look for Metallica albums, They'd see <laughs> alphabetically, yeah. They'd see Megadeth first <laughs> alphabetically, like, and you have to sandwich it right next to Metallica. Like, it is kind of funny that it's M E G and M E T. It's almost like you'd have to. Maybe not. I mean, maybe not, but odds are, if you're in the metal section, me, no. we'll never know the truth because he's a liar. Yeah. No. I think he's a he liar. would not admit to that. No. It seems very coincidental. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. So sticking with the uh, Megadeth slash Dave Mustaine theme, we're going to jump to uh, the latest episode that we recorded. Um, that was basically open mic where we just invited some of our friends on to talk about metal and things like that. So um, in that episode, our friend Justin shared a story about meeting Dave Mustaine a couple times. Um, and so, you know, we talk about that a little bit. So here is, uh, Justin talking about meeting Dave Mustaine. That's what I was, uh, yeah. that's what I was going to mention about, uh, Dave Mustaine, about him being a jerk to me. Remember I yeah. told that like, yeah. Uh, what, so, what, what happened to Justin? Well, so I met him in 2004, right after he put out, um, the system has failed, which yeah. like his career had just about tanked at that point um he had just recovered from that heroin or not heroin but the nerve damage in his arm mm-hmm. right and he didn't have a band anymore a real band and this guy talked to me for 45 minutes telling me his life story telling me about all his band members and who he trusts and who he doesn't trust and he was like my best friend he was like, <laughs> like people would come over to take a picture with him and he and i would like make fun of the guy like we were really being buddy buddy i'm like this is crazy. So uh, about two years later, he comes back through on tour and I meet him backstage and he's just like, yeah, yeah, get away from me kind of thing. And then he did that rust in peace tour. And I went up to get my rust in peace album signed by him. And he like, he signed the booklet and then he went and started signing the CD. I was like, Oh no, Dave, you already signed mine. Like, like I was trying to be like, I don't want to take up everybody's time. And he's like, and just shoved my CD way down the table to the next guy. Oh my god! <laughs> like you are such a dick. <laughs> Everybody said it. I didn't believe it, but you are a dick. <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason why uh, they change band members every. You know, like your underwear. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a yeah. there's a common denominator. In that That's, band. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. When you keep saying everyone's an asshole, right, but everyone keeps leaving. <laughs> yeah, you're the asshole. Uh, you, have to, you have to ask. You, you yeah. You, you have to believe Metallica, don't you? While they kicked him out. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we talked about that too. But there's no way there would ever be a band with Hetfield, Ulrich, and Mustaine. Yeah, they would. They would. They wouldn't survive. There's no. no way. Nope. No I way. Had a theory about, um, about 
a theory about what happened with Dave and Metallica and the drinking. Do you know that Dave's older than everybody else in Metallica? Yeah. So he a little bit drinking age and they weren't when he got kicked out. Did you know that? Mm-mm. I guess no, I didn't think about that. I guess that makes sense. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So he was drunk all the time because he was in a heavy metal band. He just got able to, to be aged to drink and yeah, they drank, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that that has something to do with it. Like he crossed that boundary right before they did, and then they became alcoholica. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Timing, Probably, yeah, that, that could see that. And he's an asshole. Yeah, and well, there's, there's that. <laughs> I think that's the bigger factor. <laughs> yeah, if, if, he's just a dick. If you met him as a kid, he would be that kid from uh, A Christmas Story. Yes. It's like totally. a kid. Yeah. Farkas. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have been it. I mean, 100%. Yep. Cry, cry, baby, cry. <laughs> <laughs> he totally would. You want to give his face a good whack, right? <laughs> He's I mean, a red brilliant. Guy. He's yeah, a, yeah he, that's true. He's a redhead. Yeah, he's just like Farkas. <laughs> he's done better than all of us. He's still, uh, you know. Uh, don't, no, and I don't no. take anything away from the dude. He's a no. brilliant musician, yeah. one of the best yeah. guitar players out there by by far. Oh, but yeah. written some of the best metal songs ever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the last album was really. I'm, I'm looking forward to the new album because the last album was really good. Dystopia yeah. was awesome. So yeah. So I mean, hoping for good things for the new one. But still, I, uh, I, I'm driving. I was driving my uh, my British Army Bedford four-ton truck through uh, from from Saudi Arabia into into Kuwait, no, into Iraq across the the minefields. Oh man! Play, playing Rustin Peace album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. on on a Walkman cassette. Probably the best backdrop you could ever yeah. have for that. Yeah. I, went, I remember I went, when I, I went into I was driving past burning tank tanks listening to megadeth so i'll never forget that yeah i remember that i mean when rust and peace came out i remember hearing yeah. holy wars for the first time first of all being yeah. blown away by that song yeah. yeah holy shit but it was right around that you know that iraq war time so it was like man yeah. i made sure i had that actual song on as i went into iraq yeah. burning tanks and smoke and, yeah. and uh you know it was uh it was quite a relevant album and, and you know you mentioned about the rust and peace tour i saw them in um Virginia Beach at the Coliseum. For that. Oh, cool. yeah. You had Anthrax and who who was, was it? Testament Slayer? Slayer. No, Slayer. Slayer. Oh, you, you saw the Clash of the Titans? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, was, it was Slayer, yeah, Anthrax, yeah. and Megadeth. And Megadeth played the entire album. Yeah, in, in was, it? was it Alice in Chains or Testament was the opening? I can't, I can't remember. No. I, really know. I saw it again. I saw I saw Megadeth play, play the whole album again at the National in Richmond. It just reminded me that that Murder in the Front Row movie comes out this month. Oh, nice! Oh, does it? Good. I can't yeah. wait to see that. Like April. 20th. Yeah, I have that. I have that book. Yeah. We've sort of talked ad nauseum about Mustaine and his involvement with Metallica, but I'm curious to get your take, Justin, on. So people say without Mustaine, there's no Metallica, and without Mustaine, Metallica doesn't have their sound. And uh, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> like, yeah, so James has said it multiple times like that dave would go out there and he'd want to play these crazy scales and stuff like that sound like alien stuff that nobody wanted to hear like dave was trying to take metallica in the direction of megadeth so if you think about it like metallica sounds like they do because mustaine left right that's yeah i i think 
he did give them their an early aggression. I would yeah, probably yeah. agree with that. Yeah. But that's kind of where it ends because Metallica is not just that. No. No. Metallica yeah. became Metallica when Cliff joined the band. Yep. If you ask me. Yep. There's no, yeah. I mean, Dave had cool input, like Call of Cthulhu stuff. And yeah. I mean, even what Leper Messiah he claims. He claims he wrote the main riff, but. But if I ended Metallica there and start, and the next Metallica was the rest of Master Puppets and their whole career since then, could you actually give Dave any credit for anything? Like, no. No. Right. They don't sell no, right. when their albums came out. And so the Black Album came out. Which one came out first? Countdown to Extinction or Black Album? Black Album. Countdown was his re- his response to right. the Black Album. So, uh, yeah. It was so 92, right? Yeah. yeah. Justice comes along. It's this super refined, ultra complex, like really tight album. Then Rust and Beast comes out, right? And then Black Album came out. Then Countdown to Extinction. And then you've got that euthanasia stuff in between. And writ- what? Cryptic Writings and Risk. Yeah. It seems like from that point, Dave was taking more cues from Metallica. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, he definitely was. Yeah. I, I just, people that say things like that are idiots because there's <laughs> Metallica was practically operating a vacuum when you're that big and you're like, they have so many influences they have the same yeah. influences. So that's another reason why they're similar. Well, yeah, of course. But I mean, I can't, I hate when people say that, or there was this guy once who was like, if I was a fan if I was a thrash fan in the 80s, I would have just been a fan of Testament because Metallica and those bands. I'm like, no, you they had like no albums and they, they were okay. I mean, they were good, but there's no way that's where you, what you would have been. No, you had to be there. Right. There's well, no way. Okay. So if you were that, I don't, fine, but I don't want to be that closed minded. Like, I'm not going to be the person that says, well, Metallica sucks because they went off into the Black Album. All right. Right. If, if all you like is thrash and angry cookie monster metal then okay i get it but i'm sorry i, I like other stuff so i kind of veer toward the different i don't, I don't want I like your, yeah a well I like good songwriting song. <laughs> yes a well-written song period yeah, exactly. it sounds good it sounds good yeah and I mean, has kind of it's a lot of those bands it feels like they're not doing it because it's coming from inside it feels like they're just trying to you know do something that somebody else wants to hear so that they right. can, i can't yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. It's a weird thing. I just see it all the time. Like that whole does a Dave Mustaine wrote them all. There's that that shirt. It's like yeah. kill them all, but it's wrote them really? all. I'm like, yeah. Like Dave Mustaine wrote them all. I'm like, number one is a bass solo on the album. So okay, <laughs> he didn't write that. And uh, James Dave wrote "Seek and Destroy." He wrote. He hit the lights in his. Yeah, band. hit the lights. For, yeah, that's a leather charm song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that everyone brought to the table. It wasn't just Mustaine, like, here's all your riffs. Like, come on. Dave did write my favorite song on the album, though, Phantom Lord. So, that's a good one. Well, yeah. Cut Master of Puppets is all irrelevant, isn't it? You know, they, from, from Master, Master of Puppets. Right. The right. best Megadeth. album, in my opinion, is, <laughs> you know, he has nothing to do with. So, even their yes. tones and stuff, they went from like Dave was a big Marshall guy, Metallica by Master Puppets changed their, their guitar sound completely by ditching the Marshall sounds. Yeah. So, yeah, they went uh, two totally different directions. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a weird thing. Yeah. 
All right, so now we're going to jump to uh, the episode 1989, episode 5. In this episode, we had Naveed Rashid on the program. Uh, He is the singer of the band Eyes of the Nile, which is a uh, D.C. area Iron Maiden cover band. Um, And he is also in the band Iris Divine, which is a a D.C. area original band. So uh, in this episode, um, we covered the band's Testament, Iron Maiden, and Forced Entry. This clip, we um, talk a little bit about lack of guitar solos in 90s metal, which is kind of funny because uh, in the um, open mic episode, Justin was talking about how he didn't like that there were no guitar solos in the 90s, but Navid has a different take on it. Uh, we also talk a little bit about Anthrax and you know John Bush, and then we end off with uh, some Lamb of God talk. So, enjoy. I'm glad to hear you say like 90s metal, but I think... I've talked about this before, but I think I feel like um, a lot of the music you love is the music that you were into when you were like 17 to 27, you know, like 17 to 20 ish. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, you know, 88 to 98. Like that's right. the peak for me. So like everything in that area era was like, I loved it because I was well, really you know, discovering one of the music. things I actually loved. This is funny to say this as a, as a guitar player and as somebody who loves 80s metal. I actually like sort of the lack of emphasis on guitar souls and a lot of 90s metal. Like, I loved, you know, Fear Factory, Fear Factory and Sepultura and Machine Head and all their classic albums, none of which were really very heavy on the guitar solos. And it's sort of an afterthought. Yeah, true. You know? and, and it just it allowed for a lot more emphasis on grooves and, you know, heavy parts. Chaos AD, great example. I mean, it's just a bunch of noise. There's not really a lot of like right. great solos in the conventional sense. No, no. I just yeah. thought it really put the emphasis back on a lot of like great riffing and stuff. And the gathering's the same. You know, I don't remember lead guitar. I think actually Peterson does most of the lead guitar on there. You know, if I'm not mistaken. No, really? really? Well, actually, there aren't any solos on The Gathering, like real long, intricate ones, but the songs are great. Yeah. Uh, that's when James Murphy was was in uh, was lead guitar during that. He was yeah. formerly a death. Yeah, yeah, he did low. He's on this one, too. Is he yeah. on this one? Yeah, yeah I don't, yeah. I don't remember. On yeah, the gathering, I don't remember what he played on. It's Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, he's in here. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, you know, and Anthrax played a bunch of covers, which is so dumb. I mean, they have like a short set. They start with a snippet of Cowboys from Hell. They did Got the Time. They did Antisocial. It's sort of like, you know, if you guys get like, you know, seven songs, eight songs to play, why are you going to make three of them covers? Yeah, I never got that weird. either. Yeah. Yeah. They always play Got the Time. And they, they always play Antisocial. Yeah. I guess because yeah, they always. hits, but I mean, you got so much, you have so many better songs than those two. You have songs, a whole so. era of John Bush songs you could play that you throw in the trash can. <laughs> oh my God! Sound of white noise, <laughs> Jesus. So, well, let's just okay. Since we're since we're on subject of Anthrax now, Sound of White Noise is not only my favorite Anthrax album, but it's probably one of my favorite metal albums of all time. Yeah, it's an amazing album. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that album so, so good. Yeah. It's Look my Keith. so good. Uh-huh. Second favorite album, Anthrax. Album. You guys yeah. are making me so happy right now because <laughs> Anthrax purists—they don't like that era at all. I have never listened to any of those it's albums. Like, You're you crazy. Know, it's like Among the Living or nothing. No, 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 no. That's no. Ridiculous. I think Among the Living is—I think it's my favorite album. But yeah, Sound but of White Noise is like right there. It's, it's, it's close. Definitely so second, good, dude. It's so and good. Volume Eight is an underrated Anthrax. Great album. album. It is. That's a really good album. John Bush uh, is a and, fucking great vocalist. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. He's one of and, the best. Uh, We've Come For You All. That's a f- fucking awesome album, too. Great album. See, Sound of White Noise is that 90s metal thing I was talking about. Even though there's guitar solos, they're short. Mm-hmm. They go on forever. They're just like little, little like ear candy. Catchy, you know catchy I mean? melodic solos, these, yeah. Yeah, but it's all about these huge riffs and these big like hooks and 
all that kind of stuff. And again, no thrashers really in the traditional sense. Right. Potter's Field. You know, and it just, but I just love it. Potter's Field? Yeah, that's yeah, Potter's Field's pretty yeah, That's the closest, but it's still not like a, like a Cotton Amash kind no, of thing. No, no, no. Not, no. Not, not fast. Yeah, I think they went more for the songwriting. They were yeah. really, and yeah, just yeah. catchy songs, better songs. Yeah, like, big grooves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Room why for one you, more. Keith, why so would you not listen awesome. to this album? You need to listen yeah, to you're it. You're crazy, Keith. Keith. I, I, I mean, when, when they kicked out, uh, Belladonna. And they kicked out the, the, the lesser of the two vocalists. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, 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 I was, it, 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 that was the first big, you know, kind of band shift that, that really pissed me off. Yeah. And it was right at the phase where I was kind of, you know, fading out of metal and getting into punk. And it just kind of spurred me to, and I, what's so weird is, is Bush has definitely got more of a kind of punk styling than, uh, Belladonna ever did, but uh, one way or another, you know, I just kind of slowly faded out of the whole metal side of things and never looked back. Yeah. Huh. Well. You should look back now. You should. <laughs> like <laughs> oh, today. I've looked back many, many times and, and been very <laughs> pleased with what I've seen. I mean, you know, just going to all the metal shows that I have, like, you know, last decade, I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's, it's so great to fucking see, you know, Maiden still fucking performing you know, I mean, we'll listen in the Made in England. You know, things are good, as 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 you've said throughout this uh, conversation. Maiden is 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 now just just this oil machine that can still belt out everything perfectly. Testament. You know, I got to see them ages ago, but as much as you know, I mean, the, with Alex back in the band, these guys are still fucking yeah. doing it and doing it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're a fan of Lamb of God, Navid. I am. I am. Yep. Definitely. We, we are not. <laughs> no. Uh, well, the band, yes. We're, the vocals, no. We don't. We can't get okay. into the vocals. Yeah. We just don't like his singing. I, yeah. They're fantastic musicians. The drummer is yeah. one of the best drummers out there today. Right. Um, I loved uh, Dystopia and and the you know what what he did on that album was awesome. But I just don't. My goodness. I can't get into the Lamb of God. So. Yeah. The vocals. vocals. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, it's that newer approach. Well, I mean, you know, do, do you guys like Pantera? Oh, I love Pantera. Yeah. <laughs> My top five bands of all time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do too. But I mean, you know, it's the same. I, I just think, you know, a lot of modern metal now, I mean, it's just, you know, it's not so much that old school thrash sort of shouting style. It's a, leaning a little more extreme. Like mm-hmm. Rainy Blood sort of a good example of that. Yeah. I and just, I, think a lot, I think Pantera had a lot to do with that because Phil. Sure. Be, no, more, yeah. I mean, by the time, you know, I mean, uh, what is it? Trend kills. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Before that. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's getting pretty extreme yeah, oh, yeah. A, lot, a lot of screaming you know, relatively speaking so yeah yeah i don't know what it is it's you know because th- certainly pantera was screaming a lot of their stuff but the just his the way i can't remember his name the singer um Phil no the singer of Lamb of oh, randy bly randy bly yeah, yeah yeah the way randy sings i i just it's there's something about it it's just <laughs> like tim said it's too it's too mountain lion for me yeah it's too oh. mountain lion <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's too much mountain lion going on. <laughs> but you know, I respect those musicians. I just don't like yeah. the singer, and that, that's a lot of metal these days. You said you know, modern metal is a lot of it's like that, and I, I yeah, yeah, I, I can't get it. I like a singer like they were like ghosts modern, so much. Yeah, the, the modern metal bands I like are, are Ghost, uh, Mastodon, 
Gojira. Gojira. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you, you know, going back to earlier part of this conversation, I think one of the reasons why Lamb of God has risen above the pack is because their songs are pretty memorable. Yeah. They still manage to sure. get some hooks in there. They do. You know, they'll balance out the riffy stuff with catchy parts and big grooves. Mm-hmm. And again, they got the they, they they figured out the songwriting in a way that kind of locked they kind of got people on board. Yeah. Sure. You know, there's a you know people, not people able love to do them. that. I yeah. think that's why they're yeah, I get it. I just people can't love get them. Done. So yeah. All right, so this next clip, uh, we talk a little bit about band lineup changes, um, which uh, mostly involves suicidal tendencies, as we were discussing them. Um, This is from the episode uh, 1990, episode three. Uh, And then we evolve into a little bit of uh, rap rock from there. So uh, enjoy this clip from uh, episode three, 1990. Well, I mean, let's talk about that, because let's, you know... uh band um makeup you know transitions you know like you mentioned uh prong you know dropped their bassist you know from you know the album we talked you about. mean band members gotcha. band members yeah like <laughs> i mean and mike clark and mike muir have, you know were through this band almost entirely together i don't think clark clark wasn't in the first he definitely so. wasn't part of the first album but i think he was joined and joined the army yeah yeah i think that's right yeah yeah but you know, you definitely see kind of the fluidity of people's involvement, I think, and you definitely see the the outcome of, of you know, what they create, you know, as, as much as we can rate, you know, how well after tomorrow. Mike Clark uh, was controlled not by there. hatred or us. He was not until um Till how well after tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Well I'm not surprised because join the army sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I think that I think that album is garbage, but yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, well, one way or another. I mean, let's face it. This band, you know, hit its peak. I mean, a lot of this genre hit its peak during these years. But uh, any comments about you know the effect of, of you know changing makeup? And I don't mean kiss. <laughs> no, Mike Clark. Left the, when did he leave the band? When, when was his, the last album? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was there, you know, after uh, Freedom. Okay. I think he lasted pretty well. I mean, you know, he's the one who stuck around the longest. Hmm. Um, I mean, RJ Herrera left, you know, right after this. And then yeah. they've had a rotating cast of drummers. Yeah. Until, I mean, like right now, Dave Lombardo is their drummer. As much as he isn't doing eight other things right yeah, now, right. I yeah. mean, I, I, I really wouldn't even call him their drummer, even though I think he's been on the last. He was he? You know, he performed on the last album. Yeah, he did. Maybe the one before it. Yeah, you know. But uh, he's also, you know, <laughs> I, I can't keep track of everything that guy's fucking in. But I mean, you were into Art of Rebellion. I we didn't like that album, but I feel like this is their peak. This album and. Yeah. It's been yeah. pretty spotty after that, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And Would you say it was a pretty heavy come down after drug <laughs> reference? <you know? laughs> sure. Well, I think um, you know yeah, we just we, we listened to we listened to alone, and that and you were mentioning Keith in the beginning of that. It's got that kind of high pitched. Uh, he's actually singing. I think he went more for that on the next. Like he went he did. after yeah. that even more oh, yeah. on our rebellion, and that's like. Of this What's entire that? album, I, I like that, but it's not the stuff that I love about Suicidal. The stuff I love about Suicidal is the pissed off, the 
you know, the, that, aggression. You know the heaviness, the aggression. <laughs> Fuck you! Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not the... Ah, and that right. all of that was like that was all of Arthur William was like yeah. <laughs> come yeah. sleep at the wheel sleep at yeah. the wheel come on man stop it it's not <laughs> you you get the Diet Coke <laughs> put the Nutrisweet in it that's right yeah. <laughs> hello Mike it's Phil so it's Phil <laughs> Mike Clark's last album it looks like was No Mercy Fool The Suicidal Family Hmm. I have no idea. What year was that? That was in 2010. <laughs> yeah. And, but, uh, 2010. Oh, that's a, that's a best of, too. Oh, wow. That doesn't count. Yeah. I think. Or maybe it's a redo. Huh. Maybe it was like Still Psycho. I don't know. I was way out of the band by this point. Yeah, they, went, they went completely off the rails. Yeah. It's a shame. Almost immediately after this album. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even like after our rebellion. Uh, I stopped paying attention. Like, uh, well, yeah, I mean, after our rebellion, I mean, pretty much lineup changed. I think completely. Uh, they I also mean, got Mark, into Clark, Clark was still so. in it, but I'm pretty sure Rocky left. You know, I don't know who was even. Might have been Josh Freeze was on drums, but you know, they definitely. Let's face it, metal was Mr. Freeze. Not th- those were the dark <laughs> days of metal. Yeah, and uh, you know, suicidal was never going to go the way of uh, you know the the. The root style, you know, they were going to be new metal stuff. Yeah, they they weren't going to end no, up new metal. So no. let's face it, Freedom is a, definitely a punk album. Uh, they definitely went back into kind of the punk. Yeah. Uh, if know, any band could have, if any band could have gone into like a kind of a rap metal, yeah, style, they yes, were I mean, poised to do it. Did yeah, I think that's could've. what they realized? They like they saw everyone else doing it. Like, wow, we didn't sound like that, did we? <laughs> all right, let's not let's not do that at all. Yeah, it's good that they didn't, but they could have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that would have been. Oh, they could have. <laughs> yeah, no, they kind of already did that. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. kind of started it. Part of the yeah. adventures of that, almost. Yeah. yeah. What was that band that did it out of nowhere? Was it Corn Mach- Machine Head? Yeah, Machine Head did an album. Yeah, this. I mean, it wasn't all rap rock, but it had rap rock stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. They put on like uh, Backstreet Boys suits and. It was bad. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. It was really, it was very bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the spiky hair and like yeah, big that baggy was, clothes. And, yeah. uh, Supercharger, I think, was the album. Yeah, yeah, but very, it, there's heavy very, songs on yeah. the album. But ooh, there's some stuff that's like oh, that was the that was a record label decision. It, it seems like it might have been. I don't know. Probably. I it mean, feels like, I don't know how much. How much? It how feels much like a guys, guys. Been. We gotta get you to. We we gotta do something about your look, guys. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> <that's, laughs> you quit yeah. the band and just say fuck your contract. I'm not gonna dress <laughs> like that. They, well, they, they got mean, if, if they they were dropped shortly after that. So <laughs> yeah. They sorry guys, we thought this was gonna work. It didn't, and now you gotta live with it. But then they got re- then they got re-signed by the same label. So weird. It's weird. Yeah, weird. They're like, oops, sorry, mm-hmm. you're back now. So and then know. they put out like their best album ever. So, yeah, Not shortly after, after that, like two after two after. Super yeah, yeah, two, yeah. Right. The Blackening came out in 2007, and it's their best Jesus album. Jesus Christ! That I'm so <laughs> good. Holy shit! All right, so this next clip needs some explanation. Um, it's from the episode about our favorite musicians, um, and we had just finished recording, and we'd spent about two and a half hours recording, and we were a little loopy, and um, we got on the subject. Of the doors, which brought up this 
old, old video game we used to play on the Commodore 64 called Takedown. It was a wrestling video game. So one of the characters on Takedown was this surfer dude. And his catchphrase was, hang 10, baby. Anyway, <laughs> that's the best explanation I'm going to give you. So just listen to this and try to enjoy, I guess. Ah, oh, it's an interesting show. It was fun, though. I like that. We, hey, we, did, we had no idea where the hell that was going to go. So Mm-mm. it was unscripted. Kind of like when you drop acid. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just know it's going to end at some ball. point. That's all. I don't want to listen to that American Prayer album. Damn it. That's good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you just played that. I'm like, what the hell? I don't remember that, but you don't. I don't have I don't have the doors on my phone. I only have it in my iPod. Can't iMusic. you just get it onto your phone? I mean, I could if I plugged my phone in here. It's not like I have, you know, the plug sitting right here and I could just do that right now. God. <sighs> Sassy bitch. <laughs> Keith, you're like a sex weasel. <laughs> Great for up the butt. <laughs> I just <laughs> I love how you it should have been the outro music. Oh, there you go. It's better. It sounds awesome. More album awesome. I live uptown. I live downtown. What? Hang 10, baby. Hang 10, baby. I think he's a she, and I think she's a changeling. Yeah, he, she? <laughs> Stay away from the he, she's. <laughs> Trans before it was popular. Two reference. That's right. Dan Wessel was a changeling. Bounty hunter. Changeling. Bounty hunter, yeah. Wasn't that guy in uh, Little Britain? <laughs> do I have that? Damn it. I think you do have that. Little Pete or something, isn't it? Sing the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. Are we Monty Python now or something? <laughs> sure. Little Britain. All right. So this next clip is from the episode 1984, episode one. Uh, this episode featured Chris DiChiara, who is a drummer with the band Eyes of the Nile. 
uh, Nowhere Men, Dr. Fu, Hair Metal, Navy Band. He does everything. <laughs> Guy's a fantastic drummer. Uh, but anyway, we talked at the end of the episode, after we were done recording, about album covers with fists. And uh, we kind of went off on a tangent on that. So check this out and enjoy. How many album covers have fists on them, by the way? By sabotage or in general? No, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Even Metallica. Yeah, had display. First one that comes to mind yeah. is Ram It Down. Damn it. St. Anger. Fistful oh, yeah. of Metal. Vulgar Display of Power. Fistful of Metal. Vulgar Display of Power. Yep. Metal Up Your Ass single. Or... <laughs> T-shirt. Up, oh, yeah, <laughs> the toilet. It was a toilet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. That T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Vault the... Yeah. Yeah. Vault <laughs> you said that, Pantera. Yeah, Pantera. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> this is very different from the... Um, I used to nerd out with this classical friend of mine. We I do a lot of funerals at Arlington Cemetery, and we'd always like, you know, think of stuff to think about while we're marching and... Uh, we would think of how many classical pieces had uh, an animal in the title. Oh. Mm. So we would just like go off and, then, you know, <laughs> out of nowhere, say, Firebird! You know, all these random things. But a fist on an album cover is a good one. Yeah. What was the Machine Head album that had the... Was there a Machine Head album with fists? Uh, it's, like, it's red or something? <laughs> Burning Red wasn't fists. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> or something. Uh, Rainbow's got one. <laughs> Do they? Called Rising. Oh, yeah, oh he's yeah. holding a rainbow. That's what it is. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Little on the nose, guys. This. Right. I mean, <laughs> listen, he has like metal fingers. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> Oh, did you ever see uh, this in Seattle? That guitar is actually in the um, yes, that, the uh-uh. museum. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I've really? been there actually. The EMP, yeah, well, what used to be the EMP. It's yeah. not the EMP anymore. Um, yeah, that guitar oh. is there. Yeah, oh. they they had a nice display for them. I was shocked. I was like, whoa. Yep, me too. I was really shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was like the highlight. Of really the, I mean, cool. that place is awesome, but that was definitely a highlight of that uh, that museum. Yeah, it was really cool. Maybe I'm thinking cool. of clinching the fists of dissent. That song, I don't know. I tried googling that the question, but it did not give me good results. All right, oh. I hate to go back on this, but you know, speaking of record covers and bands that we've been talking about, oh, oh yeah, hey, tell them. <laughs> oh yes, so Eric's on that Same. album cover, but not really. But <laughs> what's that? So in the early '90s, Eric looked just like. Um, John Jesus Marshall, name, isn't uh, it? the guitar player, John Marshall. Yeah, on that album cover. On that album cover. What about him? It looks just John? like Eric. Eric in '91 oh. looked like John Marshall in '91. Okay. <laughs> on that album cover, and of course we know all the John Marshall story with James yes. Hetfield. Of course, yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that album cover is like we didn't think of anything. Let's lay down and take a picture. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh crap! We forgot to think of an album cover. Everyone lay around with some candles. It's, we good enough. The album cover candles. before that wasn't yeah. a whole lot better. They're just sitting there. That's true. Remember we talked about Lost that though. It was guys? The, yeah, it had that whole weird sort of inverse yeah. image thing with the light. Yeah, yeah at least they had the effect, yeah, which was kind of cool. But yeah, the effect was cool. Yeah, yeah I have that CD. But the, yeah, the, the yeah the cover itself is kind of like okay. The Badlands video was pretty badass. I thought it was. Yeah, 
great that great, song um, is amazing. shots of kirk arrington yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. he loves him what's that you, you love yeah, him. yeah he was just saying you love kirk arrington <laughs> you're in love with kirk arrington that too <laughs> it still says duke erickson on the um the thrash metal video Darn. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is yeah. on the ultimate revenge too in the crowd there's this guy who looks just like uh duke erickson oh really yeah yeah there is a uh so in live after death at the beginning of the trooper i have to find it and pause it and do a screenshot or something but if you knew what i looked like when i had long hair <laughs> and you saw this kid in the crowd when they take that like you know those mobile cameras and they shoot it across the crowd kind of thing and everyone like stands up oh yeah there is a kid this is at long beach arena that i swear to god even i think it looks like <laughs> it's me like how am i there <laughs> it, it's like spitting image of me that's funny. It'll probably take me too long to find this but it's <laughs> yeah, and it'll probably look like shit anyway <laughs> all right so the final outtake is from the episode 1990 episode two uh, in this outtake, we discuss a little bit about um, some bonus tracks from both Death's 1990 album and Primus's 1990 album. Uh, and then we get on the subject of hidden tracks and talk about the hidden track from the 1994 Danzig album. So, enjoy. I forgot to mention about Primus. Did you notice there's a bonus track on that Primus album on Spotify? No. What is it? Let me go back. Uh, oh. Yes, oh, I did. You, wanna, uh, you know what I meant to mention, too, is... Um, they were um, the the death album that we talked about last time. Mm-hmm. Last episode, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a remastered version that was on um, Apple Music. Yeah, okay. And it had a bunch of like you know on. Oh yeah. Tracks. Oh, I think I saw that. That's on Spotify, that's on Spotify too, yeah. too. Like demos okay. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're all garbage. They all sound like oh, they're shit. horrible. Don't bother. They sound worse but, than our practices. <laughs> yeah, but there was one that's that was. It was called like a joke Primus jam. Yeah, that's right. And it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. You could. It's on. You I mean, can, it was. Find, it's on Spotify. You can find it. Yeah, it was. It was kind of funny for a little bit. And then yeah, it's short. It goes it's, on too long. Yeah. And it was stuff that I bet they were probably like, "Why are you releasing this?" Probably. Primus jam jokes and jam tracks. Yep. But I thought it was interesting because Primus was just starting out then yeah so yeah they, they must have yeah toured with them or played a show with i mean they how else would they find out about them they're not they're across the whole they got a florida band and a california man yeah i'm already sick of yeah it. so and i don't think they're making of, fun of them because they did another one that was um kind of a, a making fun of slayer satanic jam yeah so I think they were just fucking around. Yeah, just fucking around. Sure, yeah. I, I, I don't think it was. And um, we probably should have mentioned on the death episode too, but do you guys, you listen to death without knowing anything about them and the the vocals are, I mean, they're death metal, right? They're, yeah. They're yeah. scary cookie monster guy. But from all accounts and, and from <laughs> from looking at him, Chuck Schuldiner <laughs> seems like one of the, like quietest, nicest yeah. guys oh, yeah. you've yeah. ever seen. Anywhere. For sure. So it's it's kind of funny that because I would have never imagined that when I first heard Death, 
Yeah. yeah. Right. No. <laughs> this is he that's the fucking big, guy like, that's singing. Monster looking dude. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He's just, he looks like a little quiet <laughs> kind of nerdy guy. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He, you know. <laughs> that's funny. The uh, bonus track on Primus is Hello Skinny slash Constantinople. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard, I had that on it's, my, um, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, I'd never heard it. It it's was kinda, brand new to me. It's, yeah, it's weird. But yeah. Yeah, that's on my, because I, I, I did the Apple music on that one too. I mean, without the bonus tracks, you have this, this kind of bookend of to defy. It has to, to defy the laws of tradition first, and then it has to, to yeah, defy yeah, yeah. last. And, Which yeah. they also did with um, Here Come the Bastards and Los Bastardos, right? Yes. Yeah. The next mm-hmm. album. Yep. Um, do you have that, at the uh, one Tim's talking about, mm-hmm. Eric? Yeah. It's on yeah. Spotify, yeah. Isn't that a song? That they <laughs> so this is what the entire album sounded like the first time we heard it. <laughs> You're like, what is going on now? I bet this guy likes fishing. <laughs> Is that the whole song? Oh. Wow. <laughs> I don't think I listened to this song. like uh the best song we ever wrote yeah i can see why this is a bonus track i'll just say yeah absolutely yeah the song sounds like when you would you would you fall asleep to an album and wake up to the hidden track. You'd be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Remember that fucking dancing one? Yes. Demon has no soul. Oh, God. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm having a nightmare. <laughs> fuck. I forgot about that. He is not life, we know. Demon has no soul. <laughs> Man. Is that- Three? What what album is that? It was four. I think I think. It is. is it four? How many times did you wake up? To this? <laughs> Sounds a little ghostish, right? Yeah, now. totally <laughs> ghostish. Right. We're gonna wake Keith up to it. Comes to all the sleeping hour. Oh. Breaks the night and lifts the drum. Demon calls to me at night. 
I remember <laughs> waking up and hit smacking my CD player. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Fuck! God. Oh, I wonder what Danzy thinks of ghosts. Probably hates them. Yeah, probably. Probably hates them. He probably hates most everything. He seems like a grumpy fella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's not about him, he's not going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's get out of here. I think uh, yeah. uh, we did Please. a good job again. Yeah. Next, um, yeah. I think next show we'll do just a review of all the hidden tracks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. All the hidden tracks from 1990. No, no, all the years, because I don't think oh, there's enough that year. Like the Tool one from Undertow? <laughs> oh, gosh. The, oh, yeah. The <laughs> life Feeds on Life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was the overcoat WFO. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we, can, we can joke about with Dio. Yeah. And, uh, oh, lick my but, do. Lick my yeah, do is like my, my favorite. Do, yeah. Lick my yeah. do. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, how about how about we, he said? Then uh, how about he said? Lick my do. How about holla <laughs> holla? Okay, we're done. Yes. Yeah, we're done. Demon has Please no not. soul. <laughs> Peace out, brother. Out there. Wait, there's socials. There's socials. Oh, yeah. You're right. I uh, know bring it back. Thank bring you. it all back. <laughs> all right, so. Word up, G brothers. <laughs> yes, Keith. Word up, G brothers, indeed. Keith may have been drinking a little bit on that episode. Um, all right, well, that's it. Uh, kind of taking it from that last clip, I'll just mention somewhereintimepodcast.com is where you can find everything uh, related to our podcast, uh, our links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the good stuff is there. So check us out somewhereintimepodcast.com. And in the meantime, we're going to continue our 1990 episodes very soon. Um, hopefully we'll have some other guests coming on pretty soon. Um, keep checking us out on um our facebook page um keep supporting us send us feedback all that good stuff so take it easy stay safe and we'll talk to you next time energy energy aggression power to sum it up it's a vulgar display of power we say things to people that mean something i mean in our own little way ricky quick Will you try to sing my <laughs> The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing. <laughs>